Okay, this is episode three of Unpack with Jack, and today we will be talking about the Calgary Flames signings and their pros and their cons. <sighs> now, a reason why I um, chose this topic is because I was looking at the Calgary Flames news and I saw lots of interesting things that the um, team was saying about their like the new guys they got and who they signed and how well they will do and how they will impact the next season. And that really ca- caught my attention and um, I figured I might as well do an episode about this and so here we are. Now the first guy I want to talk about is the Jacob Markstrom. Now um, I did review a lot about Jacob Markstrom in the second episode a lot because, well, I mean, about his, but mainly on his save percentage, but I'm going to be talking a lot on how he will do in six years and the pros and cons in the six years. He, yeah, on October, I think something like October 9th, he signed a six-year, $36 million contract with the Flames. And I'm really excited about that. He's a good goalie, has a lot of potential. He's only 30, and I find it really nice that we get to have him on the team. Now, let's talk about the pros to his six-year deal. Well, obviously, a big pro to that is definitely his... He's very good. Um, He's a very good goalie. He did very well in the playoffs. And it's like he really show, showed the NHL how what he's made of in the playoffs. And it's nice to have him on the team. Six years, it'll be nice if we don't trade him. I mean, he's a good goalie. Really, it's really nice to have him. And very, he's very, I find him a very good goalie. And another pro is six years is a very long contract and the fact that we get to have him that long is very nice it is very nice because he's a good goalie i said this before he's a good goalie very really really good at stopping the puck very good at knowing where the puck is and um good goalie it's really nice to have him on the team okay but i do that's well, I'm not only happy about him joining the team. There are some cons to the six-year deal. And one of those cons are is usually six-year six deals are lawn deals. And a very one thing I really hope our coach, Jeff Ward, does not do is outplay him. Because if he were to outplay him, he were to Jake Markstrom would get an injury, and I really don't want ending him um, ending up getting an injury. Not it's it's no, also not even just because of an injury. He also just might get tired and um, won't be able to play, and so we're gonna have to. I just really hope he gives doesn't outplay Markstrom and gives Riddick a chance because if he does that, that won't be very good um, at all for the season and for the team. And I'm also wondering how he will do in the six years. 
he's a good goalie, and I've seen that with his previous years. But six years is a long time with the Flames. I mean, you use the average, um, the average years are around two to three, and the fact that he signed a six-year was kind of amazing and very surprising to me. And I just, I hope he will do well um, and hope he will do well and not get tired and hope he gets um, used to the team and gets suited in and every and he will play well. But there is a chance he can just get um, either outplayed or just tired and facing too many shots and not being not being able to play and or he just might not play well but I I think he will I think he'll play well um he was a good goalie very good in the playoffs best I've seen of his career and that's a very and that playoff run was very big for him so I'm glad he's signed a six-year deal okay that's it for Markstrom. Let's move on to Chris Tanov. He saw now Chris Tanov signed on October twelfth that he signed a four-year, eighteen mil, eighteen million dollar deal with the Flames, and I was very happy about that. Now four years isn't too much; it's around average, but it's a little more than average. Two to three is my is in my opinion the average because I see usually a lot of contracts around that range, but four years he's a, I think, he's a very underrated defenseman. Um, I th- I people I think is very underrated. He is a very good defenseman, and really should be playing around the top defensive line, not the second or third. I now. He's, I just find him a very good defenseman. He's very good with the puck, knows how to pass, and just, just good and good defensively and defending the puck. So the fact that he signed four years was very nice. Now let's talk about the pros of that four-year deal. Four years, it's a good pros. Um, he's a good defenseman and. He and he is like a goalie. He could get could get on outplayed. I just hope he, our coach like Mark Strom doesn't get outplayed. I hope our coach doesn't make him get played like thirty minutes a day because that's a little above average. But otherwise, he is a good defenseman. I hope he can be on the top line. I hope he can be on the top defensive line with Gio. So and the fact and he's a good and it's like Markstrom. He's good and six year deal and so long time plus his skill meet leads to playoffs. And what leads to playoffs leads to a good playoff run. And what leads to a good playoff run leads to the Stanley Cup. And what leads to Stanley Cup is well, winning and um, it would be nice for us to see to see the Flames hold the Stanley Cup again. And it's just like Markstrom. He's going to have to, he's, 
it's he's he's got good skill plus a long year deal and it's it'll be it'll be interesting to watch him play um in a flames outfit i hope he can create good chemistry with whoever he plays with and um really be fun with the guys and being able to play well and be a good defenseman because that that's his job being a defenseman and that's all we ask him to do and it'll be cool to see him four years with the flames okay let's talk about the cons about now the cons about this um there aren't that there aren't that many i mean there's never really too many cons like it's it's mainly being outplayed and i just really and then if i really hope he doesn't i really hope he stays on the top line but i really hope he doesn't stay with the same person over and over it'll be good if he can create good good chemistry with that same defenseman but I just don't want him playing with him the next four years. Like, Gio is almost past his career. He, they're almost past his career, and so he's around 37, and if Tanev does play with him, it'll be... I just hope he does If And Gio doesn't retire in that four years, I just hope Tanev doesn't play with him the entire time because um when Gio retires if he does retire in that in those four years um he's I just really if he does retire um I hope he can but if he okay if he doesn't retire then I hope Tanev can play with someone else if Either it doesn't go well with Gio, doesn't create good chemistry with Gio, or he's just needs it, or Gio retires. And if Gio does retire, then Tanev's going to have to create some good chemistry with some possible other defensemen in the future. Okay, and another thing that really caught my eye was who he will play with. Now, I talked about this in the cons, but it's still interesting to talk about because the two, the two, my, in my opinion, the two suspects, suspects for him playing with is definitely Mark Giordano and Nikita Nestrov, who signed a one-year deal. I think, I think a one-year deal with the Flames in November. Those are, I think, his two main players. And if if he plays with Gio, then that'll be good because Gio's had a lot of experience like him. Tana played nine years with Vancouver, and they both have a lot of experience, so they know the. it'll be nice to see them defend well as a team. But if he plays with Nestrov, Nestrov um, Nikita Nestrov wasn't always in the NHL. He was... He was um, sent down to the minors in the rush, the Russian league or the Russian team, I think. So he doesn't have as much experience as Tanov, but I read about him and I think he can. He did pretty well in 
on the Russian team, and I think he's a pretty good defenseman, and it's a good addition to the team. So if if Tanev does play with him, it'll be pretty interesting to see them play and see if they can play well together. And, okay, I think that's it for the Chris Tanev section. Let's move on to the... Levo and Dominic si- Simon signings. Now, to Le- Josh Levo signed a one-year, y- one I think he was around $2 million deal with the Flames, and Simon signed a one-year, 875000 or $700,000 deal with the Flames, somewhere around that, and... There's not many pros and cons. I mean, it's only a one-year deal. It's only a one-year deal, so there's not much pros and cons to talk about other than, um, I don't know. I mean, there's not many pros and cons. One-year deals, one-year deal, and I just hope they play well. The one thing I, I just hope they, they don't have as much experience because Levo, Levo was sent down to the minors a couple of times, and I think Simon was too. And they don't have as much experience, so if I really hope they can bring a lot of offense to the team, and and just bring good offense, even with not much experience to the team, and score some goals, score a couple points, and that would be great. But another thing, I was looking at an article, and it was talking about Johnny Gajo's points, and. It said something about Dominic Simon and Josh Levo. And a big thing to Johnny Gajo's points getting up is his shooting percentage. And it showed in the article that Josh Levo and Dominic Simon could help Gajo's shooting percentage. And it's not even only Gajo. It's also people who didn't do as well as they did last um, in the 2018-19 season, like Sean Monahan, those two people, those two Monahan and Gaudreau, those two players, I hope can really get a little inspired at least by Levo and Simon, because their shooting percentage was a lot better than John than Gaudreau and Monahan. So, if Levo and Simon can really help that topic, then that will be very nice. And it'll help in the shooting percentage for Gaudreau and Monaghan are key to their points. And if they can score points, then they can help us get to the playoffs. And that would be nice if we get to the playoffs and win a cup. Keith, let's move on to a last topic. And it was all, it's all those youngsters who only played like a couple games with the Flames. And those people are Tyler Parsons, Byron Froes or Froes or something like that, Buddy Robinson, Zach Rinaldo, but the player that I'm about to name right now, he's, um, he played a little more games than them, well, not a little, a lot more games. He was, um, and that player is Andrew Manjipani. 
Now they all, every one signed a one-year deal except Mangiapane. And the reason why I think only Mangiapane signed a two-year deal was because, I mean, he he played on the first line with Kachuk and I think it was Backlund on or somewhere someone like that. He played on the lo- same line as Kachuk and Backlund on the first line for quite a while with Ward as coach. And I really like that line. They did brought a big impact to the team in that season, and they were a big part of how why we made it third place in the Pacific Division. And so Mangiapane was very did very well that season. I think he had a career high of like 38 points that season. Now that may not seem a lot, but for someone who hasn't had too much experience in hockey, that's a lot. That's pretty good. Now let's not only talk about Mangiapane. Let's also talk about Ronaldo and Robinson and all those other youngsters. Now Parson, now Parsons and um, Froze or whatever his name is, they didn't. I don't think they played one game with them. I think the reason why Word sent them, um, signed them was, I mean, it's always good to have just either an extra pair or of guys or if someone gets injured, it's always nice to have an extra pair of guys who can help get the team back on track and join the line with uh, the players who've gotten injured. So I think, and if they were to play a lot of games, um, the forwards, if they were to play a lot of games, I don't think they would, I think their top best is probably the fourth line because they have not had as much experience as like Gajo, Kachak, Ma, or not even Mangiapani. So their best bet is probably the fourth line with anyone else, like Lucic or, yeah. And I hope, I really hope, I know it's only, they'll only be on the team for one year, but I really hope that they can bring at least a little bit of impact on the team. If they can do that, then that will be extremely helpful for the team, and it'll be very nice because, well, I mean, it'll be nice because we all, it's good to have a little inspiration on the team and trying to get the team back on track and get them going and have a good season. So I really hope those guys can bring a lot of, encouragement to the team or at not even I mean encouragement might have gone a little too far but at least just score a couple points if they do play a lot of games and just help the team I mean Parson Tyler Parsons is a goalie he was named the uh, MVP goalie um, in the W in the CHL and I was very impressed by that so I hope I hope we can use him in the 20 2020-2021 season, and if we can, that'll be pretty nice because he's a good gu- he's a good goalie. Okay, I think that's it for episode three of Unpack with Jack. That was the Calgary Flames signings, episode three. 
Thank you for joining me and goodbye.